Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best Disney Parks character. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Manténgase alejado de las puertas. Why are you shaking your head? It's a good bit of advice. I wasn't expecting it. It's true. It's true. You got to yeah. keep your hands safe. Yeah. You don't want to lose a hand on that monorail because here's the thing about that monorail. You can open the windows on the monorail. Yes. That's just poor design. It really is to just let tourists willy nilly open the windows and stick their heads out. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we have a fatal engineering flaw. Can you just not use it? <laughs> and then we can just say we told you. So if you do it, then we're not responsible for what happens because your ticket is a binding contract with the Walt Disney Company. Yeah, it's like the Santa Claus. If you see the red border on your ticket, you got to put it under a microscope and then really look to see the door claws in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ken is informing us. It's already begun, The Ken correcting us in real time. It's only the windows in Disneyland in California that are openable. Yeah, they figured it out afterward. Hey, maybe yeah. in Disney World we shouldn't do that. Well, if you haven't guessed, we are talking about the Disney parks. Summer has begun. It's that time of year to go and find yourself in a Disney park. Have you been in a while? You haven't been in a while, have you, Hal? I've not been since early 2020. Ah, yes. If only I knew why and what had happened. I developed a terminal fear of <laughs> roller coasters. I cannot be near them or I break into hives. Yeah, I'm, I'm stopped being a roller coaster person. Why? Do they make you sick? A little bit now. Yeah. It's like, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just getting older. It's like that, you know, you can only hear up to a certain frequency. Right. There's a lot going on in my ears. Like the frequencies that I can hear, the semicircular canals are getting a little wonky now with roller coasters. I can do one like once. You know what I mean? And then I'll need to ride something gentle. Then I can ride a roller coaster again in an hour or so. But you can do, if you went to, say, Disneyland... Yeah. You could ride Disneyland. any any of the roller coasters provided so you could do like the Incredicoaster and then get on the Little Mermaid, have a little break. Oh yeah. And you could get on what is it, Goofy's Flight School? <laughs> yeah. For the you know, for the, the massive turn. thrill of Goofy's Fly School. Well it's a lot of hairpin turns. That so is if true. You, yeah. If you have motion sickness, it's not gonna do well for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what the the other one that feels really, really intense now is Space Mountain. I was like, oh man. Yeah. Space Mountain is knocking me around. I just never did so before. Much. I do too. I used to ride it at the beginning of work instead of coffee. That was mm -hmm. how I would like, Woo, <laughs> let's start the day. Now, here's a question. Yeah. Disney Parks characters. Obviously, you, you've played multiple Disney Parks characters. Let me see if I can get them all. Oh, oh, okay. Wow. You were the mayor of Main Street. Correct. You were Captain Jack Sparrow. Correct. You were Push, the talking trash can. I don't have push on my list, but I'm tempted to put push on the list because I think push, it's such, though, I was right? push. Yeah. And so was Matt Gorley famously. That was a famously Matt Gorley. Matt Gorley was push. Did he originate push? He was Corey Rouse. Originator. 
Um, I don't know who originated it. It kind of appeared while we were all there. Sir Lawrence Olivier was the first. Sir Lawrence Olivier originated. No, it was one. Wally Bogue and then Steve Martin stole it from him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Are we talking about everybody? Because there are characters you don't see. There's, for example, and, and I'm not necessarily throwing out, but I'm just trying to establish where we are. The first thing that came to mind when you talked to me about this was Figment from Epcot. Of he's course. An adorable dragon. Yeah. So Figment is obviously something we count. He's a character of the theme parks, as is the yeah. ghost host from Haunted Mansion, even though mm-hmm. he is heard and not seen. But would you also count Mickey, Minnie? Would you count like the Fab Five? No, I would only count characters that were original to the parks, created oh. for the parks. So this is a smaller list. This is a smaller list. Yeah, this does not encompass every uh, character that you can meet within Disneyland. Like, I'll, I'll put it this count. way. Of the ones that you mentioned that I played, Captain Jack would not be eligible because Captain Jack came from the movies. But all of the rest of those, I would say, yeah. Though, oddly, I don't really have any human characters okay. on my list because mostly it's I've just got a list of characters from attractions. But there are, I think, some uh, – I mean, look, it, that feels that feels almost too inside in that playing characters walking around the park that are not – from anywhere except the park but it was my job for so long you know yeah. what i mean so i'm looking more at like i don't know what do you think uh i'm looking more at like animate or animatronics and characters designed for the attractions i think part of what makes a character great is its staying power yeah when you played the mayor of main street that was limited time for the anniversary mm-hmm. so yeah it was a character created for a specific purpose that you Pulled off brilliantly, no doubt. I don't think I was ever there. I know I was there in that time. I don't think I ever got to see you do your thing. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I wanted to, but I never got to see you as the mayor. We could have ridden around as Grand Marshals, dude. I know. Come I know. On. I would have loved that. That would have been great. You know what? We're just going to have to, uh, we're just going to have to earn it now. Yeah, that's as right. Tom Hanks said at the end of Saving Private Ryan, earn this. Earn this. Yeah. Yeah. I also wouldn't put Push in as a finalist because Push is no longer with us. As great no. an idea as it is. Shame great- shame about that tragic accident with the compactor. You know what? Curiosity killed the can. Yeah. That's what they say. <laughs> but we would count the ghost host who is a voice only. Uh I I I ask you that. I leave that I, to you. I would would count, you count I, one that's just a that's just voices? I think he is I think he is ever present. There are also a lot of other characters within Haunted Mansion. There's the Hatbox Ghost. Oh there's yeah. The the poor skinny dog that I always look oh, for. Oh, I love poor skinny for. dog. There are the four characters in the portraits who we don't really mm-hmm. meet, but are kind of ever present. I mean, we can get fairly. I don't know if that's abstract. It's not obscure. No, we can get. Well, look, we can get in the weeds. The definition, right? I think we can get in the weeds on. We could do the whole episode just in the Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean. Right, but I think you know there I mean? we're not going characters. to obviously, but right, and there are characters from Pirates of the Caribbean that made their way into the movies. For example, yeah. the guy who's like the the first mate is the guy you see in the ride who's sitting with the pig. That's the nod to the ride they put with him. Oh, I didn't. So, re- oh, that's right. Did they have a? Wait a minute. Well, am they, I am I remembering? Did they have a scene with him with pigs? In that's the... where they find him that's when they right. go to when they go to find yes. him. He's sitting. He's sitting with pigs. He's drunk and sitting with pigs. I love that character. I've always loved that character. I've always loved Dangly Hairy Leg Guy. I don't know what these guys' yeah. names, but Dangly Hairy Leg Guy is great. I love Old Bill. 
the drunk sitting in the corner trying to convince the cats to drink rum with him. Yeah. Yeah. And the cats are just like, man, you have a problem. I brought you this letter. That cat is like, I'm about to use my claws to take part of your face yeah. off. <laughs> I'm up on my haunches. I'm forming a Roman arch. Next yeah. thing is, I do the thing. <laughs> do you ever see when two cats fight each other and they, they don't do that? They get up on their hind legs and like make themselves, but they look like, they look like they're in cherry pop and daddies. Like they're, they get really <laughs> wide shoulders and then they just like, <laughs> And they swing the chains on their suits. No, they walk around, but they can't really use... I think if they use their paws, it would bring them back down. So they're just sort of getting big on each so other. So they're standing up on their hind legs, yes. but they can't use their upper paws to actually go they're full just, fighting yeah. Irish they're because trying to, they're trying to hold themselves up. They're trying to scare one another off by being a bigger animal so the other one gets afraid and runs away. But they it just winds up looking just like they're both... They're both extras in 1990s Dick Tracy. <laughs> hey, hey, angry cat. What was it like to work with Warren Beatty? Do you think he was a good choice for that character or were there maybe better choices? I love that Dick Tracy movie because every villain in Dick Tracy is just you got to figure out what body part is going to be larger than normal because sure. it was just a body. part. everybody, there was the brow. There was uh-huh. lips manless. There was shoulders like everybody head. just had one exaggerated body part. Yeah. Super flat top. Flat his head was flat. Yeah. Oh, was he man, flat top? Movie. It is flat top. Flat I call top, him Hammerhead. Yeah. Hammerhead's from from uh, Star Wars. From Shark from Shark Week. From Shark Week. He's uh, yeah. just a shark with eyes on the side. He's got little eye bars. Did you say Hammerhead's from Star Wars? Yeah. So the guy Which... with like the curved head that looks he looks like a Hammerhead shark. He's in the. Yes. Yes. In the cantina. Thank Most you. Most Cantina. Uh, I do actually have a character from, I'm curious about this, uh, because this, it's less of, and I guess this broadens the question to start. Uh, it is from an IP, mm-hmm. but it's not distinctly necessarily a Disneyland thing. And that is Lieutenant Beck from Rise of the Resistance, which is, uh, the guy that's piloting the, you know, he's piloting yeah. your flight on the way in. Look, I know, uh, I know I said staying power is important, but I do think there's a character Star Wars related that has generated staying power and has actually been worked into canon. And that's Rex. Let me, I was just going to ask, is he just getting used to his programming? He's just getting used to his programming played by Paul Rubens. Oh, so good. The original star tours. Yes. That is an iconic character. You can actually find on, on YouTube, you can find the original video so you can see sort of what the ride was like, or like a simulator of it. I assume Mm -hmm. there's a way to load it into a VR headset, that new $3,500 headset that, that, uh, can we talk about this for a second? Yeah. Here's the thing. I love my Oculus. I enjoy it. I was just messing around on Google Earth the other day because I was, I had COVID and I was stuck at home for a full week, uh, still testing positive. So I was like, I'm going to go see the world. And I got super into my VR headset. And then I saw the price of that new Apple one. And I thought to myself, is this new Apple version really worth the price of literally 10 of these? 10 of them. I understand how they're trying to make it worth that, but the answer is no. And no! also, if you, if I hope you don't get COVID again, but if Thanks. you could have called me, I would have dropped stuff off to your front door. 
COVID stuff or VR stuff? Did you, did you, get, a, did you get a vision pro? I would have dropped more COVID. Would you drop more COVID? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I figured, oh, thanks, oh he's buddy. probably having such a good time on his Oculus. <laughs> I'll give him an excuse to keep doing that. <laughs> thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Oh yeah. So much, uh, so much delivery. So much delivery. Mm-hmm. Is that the right syntax for that? So many deliveries. I guess if delivery is the concept, it would be so. Uh, anyway, well, let's get back to talking like about type of yeah. food. Okay, yeah, All type right. of So we're not here to talk Rex. about COVID deliveries. We're talking about <laughs> Rex. I love Rex. Rex is great. Rex has that sort of. I think one thing that a few of these characters have is uh, they try to relate to the kid in all of us, right? They have yeah. that notion of, and figment, we'll talk about figment probably after this, uh, is the same thing where it's, they've created an avatar for the kid in you. And Rex, it's his first time flying. He's as nervous as we are. He's as excited as we are. And that's infectious. Nowadays, it's C-3PO and R2-D2 in the Star Tours ride, who we know we trust those characters already. They've been around for a very long time, longer than Rex. Although, but there's something Rex is still there. He's still that's in the true. He's, a, he's still he's, talking. <laughs> well, he's glitching. Yeah, but he's still. I mean, you know, he's making mouth noises. Or yeah, whatever, the, whatever that version is. Sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, no. But that's I, that's it. That's basically it. Like I like these sense of childlike wonder characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think as great and as fun as Rex is, I think the original Figment is a better version of that. You know what I mean? Cause you, you haven't been to Florida a lot, but you saw Figment as a kid, right? You saw I the did. original. I've caught twice. That's, yeah. that's for some reason, both times I went to Florida. Yeah. And I loved, I think I had, I didn't have a stuffed Figment. I had one of those pieces of plastic that looks like stained glass. Yeah. Figment on it that my parents brought me. They went to Florida before I went for some real estate thing. I think it was like six years old and they brought me mm. back. So they went to, to close Disney the World. deal. They went to Disney World without me. What? Yeah. That's where they got it. Look, I mean, if I had a six year old and I was like, I can either go to Disney. Nah, six is old enough. Six is, six is a good age. If I had a one year old, I'd be like, you're staying in the hotel, kid. Here's the remote. Hold down the fort. We're going to go to Disney World. I was a pretty quiet kid too. I wasn't like screaming my head off and stuff. I would have, I would have enjoyed it. I don't think they wanted to bring me on a plane. Like, I don't know what it was. I, I don't remember, but but that is the, my introduction to Figment, and I do think he's a mm-hmm. great character, and he is beloved and and iconic of that park. Sort of remains part of that park, even though that park has evolved significantly. Yeah, since, and that's one opened. thing that like that ride completely changed. The original version of that ride was, I mean, you as a kid, it was perfect because. Here's Figment as an astronaut. Here's Figment as a painter. Here he is as a writer. Here he is as a dancer. Here he is as a every possible iteration of a job that when you ask a six-year-old what they want to be when they grow up, it's every version of that job. And it was such, I just loved that character. I thought it was so fun. Uh, Dreamfinder there with Figment, uh, who's no longer there. Figment's there now with Eric Idle in the new version of the ride. Eric Idle's great in there too. Sure. Another character invented for the parks. Yeah, but there's something about Figment that's just pure. I mean, and I was, again, I was a Figment kid. I had a stuffed Figment. I had a little plastic Figment. My placemat that, uh, I grew up eating on as a little kid was a Figment placemat. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I was just thinking about that the other day and I, I went online. I was like, I wonder if I could find a picture of that placemat. The second it appeared, I was like, that's the one. Like, you know, you, there's some images that you haven't seen in, uh, no, I didn't. I just wanted to see it. Images that you haven't seen in decades, uh, but come right back in, you know? Yeah. That character, I think leaps to the top of the list for me. Yeah. He's up there. Yeah. For sure. I think he's up there. I think Rex is up there. There aren't many different boxes does he check. Yeah, exactly. And even like people who've not been to Florida know who he is. Yes. You know what I mean? He's he's sort of transcended the parks in that way, just as a symbol of what it means to have an imagination. Yes. Yeah. I got my nephew, uh, my little two-year-old nephew, a stuffed figment for Christmas. And it's the exact right size that when he wants to take a nap, he just flops it down on the ground. And that's his like full body blanket slash pillow slash floor size mattress. And it is adorable. So again, trying to find the objective answer than this. There's a lot of subjectivity going to this particular topic. Sure. What other characters outside? Because I think we can really, we're going to really have to dive into pirates and the haunted mansion, but outside of, we'll come to those after the break, but before the break, what are some of the other characters that you think might be up on top of this mountain? Harold. Harold. Harold the Yeti from Matterhorn. <laughs> Who doesn't love Harold the Yeti? I do love Harold. I didn't know he had a name. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He's I adorable. like Harold. Not the only Yeti. he appears in two places, actually, because not only does he appear on the ride, but he's working one of the popcorn machines. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Now, is this is it the same Yeti in Expedition Everest in Florida as it is on the Matterhorn? I could ostensibly that, is the character the same could. character. Ken Plume says no, it's not the same character. Oh, the original Harold is in the Guardians of the Galaxy queue. He's, he's, he's in the collector's. He's in the collector's lair. Yeah, he did get a, a, a an upgrade. He got that's right. I remember that, and became, I think, scarier or less scary. I think he became scarier. I don't know. I just think he's adorable. I just sure. Want to give him a hug. Did you ever see Yodelberg? No. Yodelberg is great. It's one of the new Mickey cartoons. Wow. And uh, it's Mickey is yodeling to serenade Minnie. And starts an avalanche and an adventure that involves the Yeti. And both of them are hilarious. It's very funny. Yeah. I love it. Anyway. Yeah. I love that character. I think that's great. Uh, I'm going to throw. Are there any birds in the tiki room? I'm going to throw one particular bird sure. in the tiki room. You've got the four stereotypes. Michael, Pierre, Jose, and Fritz. That's right. I guess we can't really collectively take them. You want Can like we? Mimi, Fifi, all the all the funny, yeah, uh, like all the, all the cockatiels. The French I'll tell you who was who was the one character in there that really, really bothered me mm-hmm. is you know the, the when the birds of paradise and the flowers start singing. Yes, and there's the like the buttercups and they have the little spring loaded tongues inside yeah, that so, it's like just, a, so yeah. they can get the little trills. Yeah, uh, there was one that was not working the last time I was there. And while all of the other buttercups are singing their beautiful trills, just by nature of where I sat, the experience that I had was there was one buttercup who I had wronged and who was not going to sing <laughs> that day <laughs> you got and who nothing. was going to stare directly at me. Just no sound coming out of this particular flower, no motion, just his little flower 
just his little flower face staring right at me. And I felt so uncomfortable in judgment. I felt so uncomfortable. I felt guilty. And I don't know what I did to that flower. Mm. But that was my particular, if we're talking about just experiences we've had, that one gave me definitely the most memorable experience. Yeah, uh, I, I, what always strikes me about it, and I love the Tiki Room, I love it so much, Mm -hmm. is hearing all of the flowers and how they clack. Oh, yeah. Plastic, so they're, it almost sounds like there's tap dancing happening next door. Oh. I don't know if there's any particular, I mean, the four birds are fun as an act, their jokes are good, obviously, not even outdated stereotypes, just bad stereotypes. Yeah. Like, there's never a time where, like, oh, this was okay. This is what we're learning. In, yeah, the, in, the only time those, fun, <laughs> but certainly not, not, uh, not judge the same. No, as, as they're now, and it could be worse. It's more I, like feels like it's more the voices than like doing anything super stereotypical, right? And not for me to say, but just as an outsider seeing it, it feels like these characters belong walking into a bar in a joke that shouldn't be told anymore. Yes. Absolutely. You know? So I don't know if any of them, I mean, they're, they're, you can't really distinguish them from one another particularly well. Yeah. I think that's part of the problem why there's, there's not just like one standout in that. What about Waldo, the spirit of 3D from Muppet Vision 3D? Uh, you know, uh, the annoying little animated 3D, uh, character. You just said the key word. Yep. Deliberately annoying. annoying. Don't like it. Too much though. Yeah. yeah. Gone. Yeah, gone. Eliminated. From the Haunted Mansion, who, well, all right, do you, I have a couple more that I, I have a couple oh, more. Do a couple more. Let's take a break and then we'll we take can a break, maybe yeah. dig into some attractions that may have multiple characters that we might want to take out. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at you, Pirates of the Caribbean and the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. But first, I want to throw out Captain EO. <laughs> yes. And Hooter. And all of the band aboard uh, Captain EO's ship. Angel- Academy Award winner Angelica Houston strung yeah. up on cables playing the witch. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Patrick, who tells us all of our safety requirements to go on Soren over California. Or just Soren. Sorry, I'm showing my Disney age. Yeah. Come on, he's fun. No, he's fun, but I, but also, eh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that any, I, I think that of the contenders that we've got going into the second half of this, I think Rex and Figment are the two standouts. I agree with you. Yeah. I'll tell you what, why don't we take a break? Let's We're do gonna it. talk about some voluminous attractions from Disney parks and we will select the best character. So don't you worry. We'll be right back. All right, class. Tomorrow's exam will cover the science of cosmic rays, the morals of art forgery, and whether or not fish can drown. Any questions? Yes, you in the back. Uh, what is this? It's the podcast Let's Learn Everything. Where we learn about science and a bit of everything else. My name's Tom. I study cognitive and computer science, but I'll also be your teacher for intermediate emojis. My name's Caroline, and I did my master's in biodiversity conservation, and I'll be teaching you intro to things the British Museum stole. My name's Ella. I did a PhD in stem cell biology, so obviously I'll be teaching you the history of fan fiction. Class meets every other Thursday on Maximum Fun. So do I still get credit for this? (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Obviously not. No. It's a podcast. (laughs) 
Dear Reading Glasses, it's been years since I've been able to read. I missed it so much, but I had no idea where to start. I felt so overwhelmed. But thanks to your show, now I'm back to enjoying books again and feeling like a reader. Love, Sarah. Yeah, that's an email we actually answered. Okay, maybe not that email specifically, but one just like it, because most of our listeners are named Sarah. (laughs) We're Reading Glasses, and we're here to solve all your reader problems. We give advice, help you find books you love, and discuss reading without making you feel pressured. No matter what you read or how you read it, we'll help you do it better. Reading Glasses, every week on Maximum Fun. Let's dig into some of the attractions that may have multiple characters. We want to start with Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, but I thought of one more because I, I I thought of one more character that, because you mentioned that just a voice was doable. Sure. I don't remember if I saw this guy on cameo or if it was at a comic con, but this dude has made a career out of recording voicemails, I guess, for people or into people's phones uh, and being the wildest ride in the wilderness guy. And you can get a cameo. It was either a, I don't remember. I got to see, remember, look him up on cameo, see if he's on there, but the wildest ride in the wilderness from big thunder mountain railroad, I thought was pretty cool. That is anyway, a cool thing. I've always wanted to be a voice on a ride. I thought that'd be the coolest thing ever. I've taken workshops from the guy who casts that stuff. And I worked with him when I did uh, that voiceover job for Disney all those years ago. That was oh, yeah? under the auspices of theme parks. And who was the uh, person? Do you remember? I can't remember his name. Yeah. Can't remember his name. No, I'm not working with him. Fair. All right. Let's dive into the haunted mansion or pirates. Where do you want to start? Let's start with pirates. All right. I think there are fewer iconic characters. Let's talk pirates. Who stands out to you? We already mentioned a couple of them. I have one I would like to throw out there that I think kind of perfectly embodies the attraction and where it has been and where it is going and what it is currently. And that is the character Red. R-E-double-D, Red. Uh, formerly known as the redhead during the problematic auction scene. Yes. She was the redhead that was being auctioned off. Uh, now red is one of the gang is, I believe the only female pirate on the team. And now they put her front and center in a new animatronic. She's mouthy. She's brash. She's the one in charge of the auction of all of the goods that the Islanders are being forced to hand over to the pirates. I think it's a cool character. I think it's a cool animatronic. I think it was a perfect fix for a problematic moment in a very cool ride. Yeah. Played that by my buddy, Gray. Really? The voice. Yes. She's the voice of great. Delisle. Yes. No kidding. Yeah. She's, and she's fantastic at it because I didn't know that was everything she does. Yeah. But it is, it is a smart pivot. Mm-hmm. A scene that didn't need to exist. It was always kind of weird to see anywhere. You're like, Oh, this is, I guess, I guess this is happening. Yeah. That is a great character. I also, the other character that I would take is the dog with the keys in its mouth. <laughs> Cause that dog is so cute. He's very cute and appears twice. I believe. I think you see the dog early on and then the dog comes back. Where do you see him early on? Uh, in the LA version with the pirates singing with the pirates. 
Oh, that's the same dog? Yes. Get out. Pretty sure. Ken, can you confirm? Confirm um, that it's the same dog? That I'm not losing my mind? We'll wait. It is not question. the same dog, not according the same to dog. Ken. In my heart, it is. In your heart, it is. You know what? <laughs> I in, 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 For purposes of this, you've said it on the show. Guess what? It's canon now. Yeah. Uh, it's the same dog. Oh, mini topic. Is it the same dog? Yes. Asked yes. and answered. Asked Surprise. and answered. Same dog. Yeah. I love that dog. I love the skull and crossbones that talks to you just very casually right at the beginning of the ride. Like you're about to have this harrowing adventure while there's a giant sea battle happening. And he, uh, he seems so laid back with his. So seek an adventure and salty old pirates, eh? Just this, the cal- he's not the calm before the storm. He's the calm in the midst of the storm. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, as you watch that, by the way, you are traveling backwards in time. If I'm not mistaken, you start out mm-hmm. in the bayou and then you move back further, further, further back. Well, there's that moment where you switch, uh, where the one character that's in the cage goes from a skeleton to a flesh and blood, uh, pirate. Yeah. In a, with a magic trick, a very cool magic trick. Yeah. Um, and that, begins the cavalcade of characters that includes but is not limited to uh, a guy with a bunch of hats loved guy with a bunch of hats growing up the mayor getting drowned and his wife up in the window who is as her husband is being drowned saying don't give them anything she's not saying save my husband's life she's saying don't tell them yeah don't give in yeah wow 15 more minutes was she like a Navy SEAL or something? She's no, like, oh, she, sack up. You can handle this. No, she's, you remember Marriage Story? What if it had happened back then? <laughs> That's what that is. <laughs> the animals I remember from it, I, the, the animals are the things I remember the most in that yeah. ride. Remember the dog with the keys, the cat on its haunches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying uh, The pigs enjoying the company of the first mate. Yes, pigs hanging out. Pigs are, are happy because they're in their slop. It is. I did. I do love the grins on those pigs' faces. Like the phrase "happy as a pig in slop" is literally the faces that those pigs are making in there, and it is just delightful. Also, uh, in the changes when they glowed up red, is they changed instead of the pirate chasing the woman, the woman mm-hmm. is now chasing the pirate with a rolling pin. Yeah. So they've changed because the now they're, they've they've added food. Well, they've added food into yeah. the hands. They've reversed where. It's funny they reversed where the characters are standing, but not necessarily their facial features. Sure. So uh, so, he, so one of the pirate, yeah, it's too expensive. It, yeah, it's it's amusing. I love that. I mean, look, the whole thing. It's a good fix. It's a lot of fun. As long as you don't get rid of my dangly leg guy, I love my dangly leg guy. Of course, dangly leg guy will live forever. So good. Yeah. Do you think red? is one that you would bring out of this ride. The, the thing for me with Pirates of the Caribbean is it's so collective mm-hmm. that there isn't one character. Red stands out specifically because of, of the change, mm-hmm. but she appears in one sequence. She's not all yeah. over the place repeatedly. Nobody is o- outside of like, here's who these bones were. But can it be just a moment? You know what I mean? Like, it can, can our best character be someone that just appears for a moment, which is what everyone in Pirates does? Ken doesn't be. even think it's the same dog. Ken's wrong. We've already established that. That's fair. I, I think part of what we're discussing here is like 
like Harold the Yeti is mm-hmm. was also only there for a moment. You hear him growl and you see him for right. one moment. However, he is much more iconic of that ride. Yeah, when you think true. Of the Matterhorn, you think of Harold the Yeti. When you think of Pirates of the Caribbean, you think collectively, you probably think of the song more than you think of anything else. Yeah, that's a very good point. So the, the characters are all great. And again, they, they paint this wonderful pastiche that you go through. And oh yeah, he's a Yeti, Ken. I'm sorry. Ken's saying he's not a Yeti. I think he is a Yeti, right, Mark? Uh, he's, Ken is saying Yeti is a cultural title. Oh, what? He's an abominable snowman? Yeah. Is that what he is? He's a bumble. I see. So Harold is an abominable snowman. You think about him when you think about the ride. Pirates of the Caribbean, you think about the song. You think of, and all of the characters contribute almost equally. You know, Mm -hmm. some are smaller, some, some have more speaking roles. Some are about to be mauled by a house cat. But I think that it's hard to pick one from there that, that goes like, this is the best character in all of the parks. I don't think that character is in that attraction as much as I love that attraction. It is, it is top three, if not top two, if not number one for me. I, I know that these characters are not terribly fleshed out mm-hmm. within the ride, but how thanks to our dear friends at the website fandom.com. Thank goodness. Which, uh, as I'm sure you know, you can find some real deep dives. I don't know who wrote this, but this is just the description of one pirate who kind of is my favorite one of the bunch. Sure. He's in a frilly shirt and a big fancy hat. He's holding a pistol. And he is drunkenly turning a crank in the uh, munitions room. Very irresponsible. Terrible at his job. Yes. Um, that's it. That's the all you see of him is like, oh, that's a funny bit. Well, it turns out, according to fandom, his name is Billy Howe. Nothing is known about Billy's early life. One day he joined the pirate crew of the Wicked Wench, the name of the pirate ship. He participated in the pirate captain's raid on the island of Isla Tesoro. After the battle, Billy was found drunk in the armory, carelessly letting off rounds of gunfire. He was leaning on a large crank, drunkenly singing, A Pirate's Life for Me. Like, these- And he causes the fire. And then he causes the fire. That somehow burned the King Kong ride at Universal. Well, that was a hit job. By Godzilla. He came in and breathed yeah. on it. Yeah. Well, my beloved ape was asleep. My beloved primate, King Kong, close to my heart. No, I know who you're talking about. When sweet, you talk about your beloved primate, I know that you're talking about King Kong. Sweet, sweet King Kong did nothing to anybody. Yeah. Love. Yeah. King, look, here's the thing about King Kong. Uh, he's good at framing people for things, though. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. That's true. About that. I did. did not make that joke correctly. <laughs> I could not figure out the syntax of that quick enough. My brain did not do it. Yeah. I, shut up. I had COVID. I just got over COVID yesterday. <laughs> Look, King Kong, he may not measure up to Denzel Washington's character in Training Day. Thank you. There we go. However, he is my sweet prince. <laughs> I will not allow Godzilla to come in in the cold and dark of night. And set his attraction ablaze. It is unconscionable. And then, then to frame the good people of Disney to say it was, wasn't it William, William Howe, Bill Howe, 
Yeah. He did it. Oh, he set off the, he set off the armory. It only burned in there. That was controlled. That Look, was controlled. You think about this though. In his life, has Godzilla ever had the opportunity to pin something on someone else? If he's given that opportunity, he's got to take it. Normally, yes. when you see a town that's wrecked by Godzilla, he can't go, that wasn't me. I don't trust him. My sweet Simeon Prince being attacked, clearly an attempt to smoke him out, but he survived. Mm-hmm. The great Kong survives. Watch Kong versus Godzilla, which are Godzilla versus Kong, which is a fantastic movie. You tell yeah. me which one of them is really the hero. Godzilla. It's King Kong. Sweet, sweet King Kong, who knows sign language in this movie. Amazing. So, so it's good. Coco Kong. King Coco. <laughs> Coco, good gorilla. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Rogers shows up at the end and saves the day. Oh, that's one of my favorite. killed the beast. What, what's she doing? Cause she's, he's sitting in Coco's lap. Yeah. And Coco's going, and he's like, what is that noise? He's, he is calm, but you can tell it's probably a little bit like you can sense there's some tension there. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's a purr. It's like a purr. And there, I watch a lot of gorilla videos. I watch a lot, a lot of gorilla videos. There's a TikTok account that's just gorillas eating. It's the greatest TikTok account. And it's then yeah, gor- gorilla ticks for everybody who's yeah. not following T-I-K-S. And they're like, they'll be like eating a head of lettuce and you'll hear the purrs. They're like, <laughs> they're so happy. Or he'll fart he'll and fart, he yeah. will stop eating for half a second. Look around as if to go, did anybody catch that? And then or, go right back to eating. Or like, who did that? Yeah. Who was that? Did you hear that? Yeah. Don't, don't, don't try to lay blame where blame, uh, should not lie. What are you, a Godzilla? <laughs> Meanwhile, this girl's like mainlining peppers and broccoli. <laughs> yeah. I wonder who farted. They're constantly It couldn't farting. be the gorilla stuffing broccoli into his face. You, you can find it like one of those, like David Attenborough, like, one thing about gorillas, their high fiber diet causes a lot of gas. And he just shows them like a gorilla just sitting there. You hear like, <laughs> And it's just cut, like it's a super cut of gorilla farts. And I'm here for it. You know what? Maybe somebody had a match and he farted and that's how it caught fire. Maybe it's not Godzilla's fault. I was rash. I jumped out to conclusions. I apologize to Godzilla and his family. Yeah. But yeah. they're not part of the Disney park. So we, we've got to get off. We got to get off of this. Let's go into the haunted mansion where I think there are a few. Yeah, I think there's some, I think there's some real contenders in here. Uh, who do, who tops your list? The ghost host, I think, is so important because of the, the way that he sets the mood and he continues to guide you through, through the entirety of the attraction. But I also think the stars are the hitchhiking ghosts. I think like, yeah, I, I like the ghost host. Yeah. I was reluctant to include the ghost host just because it's just a, a voice, you know what I mean? In which case we could just add Judy Dench as the best, uh, in the park character That's or the wild ride in the wilderness guy. Although Alison Janney is a droid. Which one is she in? She's the, the Star Tours, the new Star Tours. Oh, that's Alison Janney. Uh huh. Oh, cool. I love the hitchhiking ghosts. I think iconically they're the image. I think they and Madame Leota. I think are the yes. image of that ride. And like even merch wise, when you go to buy merch, it's either those three ghosts or Madame Leota. I mean, it's the three hitchhiking ghosts on that classic poster. Yes. 
them and also Madame Leota. Yes, in her room of floating instruments. Yes. And Madame Leota is amazing. Shout out to Leota Toombs, whose daughter or grand uh, daughter, I guess, is did uh, did an overlay for a new ver- or a new version of it. That's pretty cool. But Madame, yeah, Madame Leota is super fun. Actually, you know, played by an actor talking. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's cool because so many of these the are. One, that's the one sort of human, actual human face you see talking to you mm-hmm. for the entirety of that attraction. Oh, no, no, no. I think the bride does. The bride did. Captain. The bride does as well. It's actually an actor. And I wanted to bring her up. I She's do another know one who that is. From uh, Buffy. Oh, oh well, I, well, I know someone who did the voice, the revoice for it a while back. For the bride? Yes. I think they added something to it. So recently, uh, they've revamped the whole attic scene in oh. the ride and created a character named Constance Hatchaway. Mm. And it was always just sort of cool and full of spookiness, the attic scene. But this version of it, I love because Constance Hatchaway it is a perfect little storytelling device that they use of portraits of her with i think six different husbands and each of them their heads disappear and then when you get to the mannequin holding her wedding dress at the end there is her ghost holding the hatchet so it's such a fun cool specific no longer nebulous now we as an audience know exactly what's going on and the character is spooky fun yes and is she the one that we get at the end too or is that another little though that's little leo welcome back that one that, I think that is a Madame Leota with her whole body. Mm. The hat, but again, I think it comes back. Oh, the hatbox ghost, very cool. It's a great illusion. It's a great sort of piece of trickery. It's really fun to watch. It's very. I think I saw it for the first time with Ken Plume. Like they just put it in, and we went on maybe a couple times. I tried to get a picture with whatever horrible phone camera I had at the time, and it did not work. But really, really cool to see it. To see it in there, knowing that it had been in there. Yes, I know who plays Constance Hatchaway. Uh, that is a former voiceover teacher of mine. No. Really? Yes. yes. Very cool. Yes. So I, that's a cool moment. I don't know if it's a full character. It's like, oh, that's a cool thing that's in there now. The yeah. mellow men who are singing the song together with Thurl Ravenscroft, of course, famously, as the busts are kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But I think it comes down to the hitchhiking ghosts yeah. or Madame Leota. And I think the hitchhiking ghosts get the edge for two reasons. One, I can see that image and immediately, and I'm taken onto the ride. Yes. See those three hitchhiking ghosts. And, uh, also they jump in the, they jump in your seat with you at the end through that very cool special effect. It's one of the coolest effects in the ride is there's a ghost riding with you. Phineas, Ezra and Gus. Yes. Are the three hitchhiking ghosts. So I think that. If we don't have any others to add to the list, do you have any others you'd like to mention? There's nothing that jumps out at me. No, the country bears, the country bears, I think have the same problem that the tiki room birds have in that there's no real, except maybe big Al, but this is, that's all in Florida now. It's gone. There are different characters in there for sure, but I think, I feel like the show is iconic Disney. I don't think that they think of the characters that way, even though they've had their own film, they got their own film spin off. So. And as a kid, I had a stuffed Big Al that was one of my favorite toys. Sure. Uh, so again, trying to be objective in a Good subjective game. It seems like looking at this now, our real finalists are the Hitchhiking Ghosts, mm-hmm. Rex, and Figment. Mm-hmm. And I think there is one that stands out. 
I think I agree with you. You want to handle this one? You want to do the people of the world? You know what? Sure. I've never, this is, am I going to, let me see if I do this right. This is exciting. I'm, I believe in you. People of the world. Oh, you there is one. Start over. Okay. I'm sorry, sir. Um, people of the world. Better. Felt like you're asking, like you're begging for something, you know, okay. like the people of the world, like you're telling them. Go okay. ahead. People of the world. Let me stop you. Just. Okay. That's like a little too much. Mm-hmm. People of the world. Natural. People like of the get world. Get it coming at it. Or you can come at it from excitement. Make it yours. You know what? I'm trying to do what you, you make it yours. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Are you sure? I mean, I, but yeah. I want to give you what you want. I want to give you no, what you, you want. Make it yours. I, I think. What did the other guy that was just in here do? What did the other guy that was just in here do? Oh, I, you know, I can't tell you. It's going to mess you up. No, 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 no. But I want to know. Yeah, no, I know. I can't tell you. I'm sorry. We signed a confident. We have to sign a confidentiality agreement. Oh, did he? He. I thought I saw a stack of NDAs in his hand. Yeah, yeah. He hands them out to everyone. Oh, right. Um, people of the world, there is one character created for the Disney parks that embodies the Disney parks more than any other character, and I'm going to describe him for you now. Two tiny wings. Eyes big and yellow, horns of a steer, but a lovable fellow. From head to tail, he's royal purple pigment. And then, voila, you've got a figment. Figment from Journey into Imagination, the best Disney Parks character asked and answered. Is that who you were thinking of too, Hal? Yes, it was. Oh, good. Did I get the part? Yes. Congratulations. What? You you got it in the room. You booked it in the I room. I got it. I booked it in the room. You did. Woohoo! Well, this topic is closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. So reach out to us on Twitter at we got this tweets or you can email us at we got this podcast at gmail.com or talk about your favorite Disney Parks characters in our Facebook group. That's at Facebook.com slash group slash we got this podcast. Thank you to producer and Disney Encyclopedia Ken Plume, whom you can support at patreon.com slash Ken Plume. Thank you to researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And real quick, before I get to the very end of this, I would just like to make a shout out because I do love the Facebook group. I know I'm not terribly active as a participant, but I do love going on and scrolling through. Shout out to Sam MG. I hope you had a delightful time in Rome. More delightful even than the time I had seeing your Where's Father Chuck pictures. Uh, that made me very happy to see. So to you and to all of the people of the world in our Facebook group, listening out there beyond, I don't know if anybody's listening from the beyond, but wherever you are, I love doing this show. I love topics like this. Obviously, this is something that we're big fans of. And thank you for giving Hal and I the opportunity to take the wildest ride in the wilderness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For Hal Loveland, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Loveland, and don't worry, everybody. We We got got this. this. We got this. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.